This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by Twitch. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by 4 It's always a good sign when the producer laughs at us before we start the show. It's normal. All right, right. 32X, you got this? Here we go. Look it up now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Electronic Gaming Monthly Scoop, and Casey DeFridis is here. Hello. And we have a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a bit about Shadow of War. But first, it is that time of year once again, it ladies and be. gentlemen. It, it can't It be. is. What? We're 25% done with 2018. Unbelievable. Which means... Really? Wait, really? I spent yeah. 25% of the year playing Monster Hunter. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. It's true. That's the math really checked crazy. out. We're one quarter down, which means it is time for Game of the Year Watch. <laughs> I like that theme song intro. Good job. We'll add it in post. Uh, the flames in post. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just the whole thing. No, Game that was added watch. in post. He didn't do that live. Yeah, what you heard is not possible. <laughs> it was just silence. I mean, it was, it was way too realistic. We paused for five seconds yep. while the theme song played. Yep. Yeah, Game of the Year Watch. It's time for Game of the Year Watch 2018 to begin. There are uh, just a handful of games so far that have gotten a uh, score of nine or higher from IGN, and including 110, 110 so far this year, That mm-hmm. which was Celeste. Mm-hmm. Of course, which uh, I played a bit of, and I thought it was really cool. I'm eager to play some more of it. Did anyone else play Celeste? I intend to. Yeah, same. I, it's one of those. I've been really intimidated because really? I'm not the best at platformers, mm. and I saw Chloe and Dornbush, yeah, going at it, like trying to <laughs> beat <laughs> beat their um, high scores. Oh yeah, so they're going back and forth trying to do the time. Yeah, you just You're turn on good a, at a Monster system. Hunter. You'll be fine at any platform. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I'll, I'll be fine. But it came out on Switch recently. Mm-hmm. So I was just, now I'm even more inclined to get it than I was yeah, before, because yeah, now sure. I can take it with me. Yeah, that's what I'm playing it on. Uh, very cool uh, pixel art 2D platformer with lots of clever ideas. Uh, the rule, the rules are always sort of changing, so you can't get too comfortable. Changing, switching gravity. It's got like that, that jump dash combination. There's a jump dash combo. But that it's also really not so punishing to be super frustrating, which yeah. is why I think I'm going to pick it up and play it anyway. Yeah. Because if you die, it just instantly responds to you. There's no waiting, there's no loading times, yeah. and the story is supposed to be really compelling and interesting. Yeah, I've heard the story's very good. I don't think I've made it far enough to uh, have much of the story revealed to me yet. The Bionic Commando story is pretty good, too. Uh, spoilers. Your dead wife is your arm. What? <laughs> Not that Bionic Commando story. <laughs> Isn't that all of them? No, in the original, there's no wife arm. There's no wife arm in they the original you, Bionic Commando. Hitler has come back from <clears throat> yeah. the dead and makes a bunch of monsters you have to fight. And, and, then, you can't, match, and then you can't jump. Yeah, you can't jump, and then you fall off a ledge and shoot him in the face. Yes, that's because you can't jump. Yeah, we were gonna do a, a Hitler killing montage when Call of Duty World War II came out. All the times you kill him in games. Is there two? Oh yeah, you kill Hitler in World War II. I, mean, I didn't play the campaign. I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there can't be that many times you kill I mean, Hitler. There's Wolfenstein. There's yeah, Bionic you can only Commando. think of Inglorious Bastards, which is a movie. Yeah, and Bionic Commando. Wolfenstein, 3D. Really? Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. oh, yeah. He's in a mech suit in the original. Great. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. That's so anyway, uh, Casey, you mentioned playing so much Monster Hunter World. Yes, uh, that game we gave a nine point five. Yes. That game is very cool. I played a bunch of that game, mm-hmm. and I do agree with that. I was actually trying to convince Scrubbles covertly, who reviewed the game, to give it a Over few extra UK off. Yeah, um, give it a few point <laughs> extra points, <laughs> but um. 
I it's a really great game. It's really captured my attention. I've put in about 300 hours into it. Um, I have friends wow. who don't do this for That's a job a hours. who's put in 500 hours what? so far. <laughs> That's crazy. It's incredibly crazy. Um, but they still hold jobs. That's and, 20 days. Um that, that's so. a lot. That's too many. I think it's an. It was an average of eight hours a day. Yeah. Oh boy. But the interesting thing about the psychology of that is, if you didn't have this job, if you were just Casey mm-hmm. DeFritis on, on the street doing whatever you did for a living, like you might also have five hundred hours. Yeah. Though, oh right? yeah. But absolutely. Then once you're forced to do it for work, you're like, I don't want to do this. No way. You got sick of it, right? I I'm st- I still play yeah. it. Oh no. <laughs> that good. I. I it's just a really fun game, especially when all of your friends are playing and you just like hop yeah. online, see all of your friends playing Monster, and it's like, oh, I'll do a few hunts. If you can What's time it right, if you can ride that wave of like, you know, going through the continent at the same yeah. time as them. Yeah, totally. Mm. Otherwise, you miss out. I mean, what about the 200 to 500 hour mark? <laughs> what are your goals? Um, make all of the armor sets perfectly to go with the weapons One. that you want to use. Mm-hmm. But there are so many different armor combinations okay. and then you also want to grind Two. for um, <laughs> you also want to grind for jewels that you can attach to your armor to make it more specialized grinding the jewels you need to grind to get different weapons is that a third one and a new album yeah out. i guess it's yeah. a, third, a third one third the and jewels. um then you also have Where's to healthy? grind for um streamstone shards which augment your armor stones. and weapons to give them special abilities like mm-hmm. extra crit or um so can you healing. get all of those things and then just be done that I no yes, but it would take so six hundred long. <laughs> yes, with like, an asterisk. That's what I'm always fascinated by. Like I played World of Warcraft for a long time, and part of the ap- appeal from a min-maxing standpoint, the people that want to eke out every like mm-hmm. extra one percent of damage is, it's not enough to just level up your character. You also have to have the gear, and then you mm-hmm. have to have the gems in the gear, and then you have to have you know the. Mo- it's actually very similar to WoW. You have to have like the modifiers for your attacks and like. The potions and there's always like there's always like one more thing mm-hmm. you can do to get like a little bit more damage. But if you can more. kill all the monsters pretty easily now, why do you want the other gear? Because it's cool. It'd be even <laughs> and I it mean, makes does, it better. Is it cosmetic is it cool? It's like, because it's there. Yeah, yeah, I guess because it's there. And also, grinding isn't boring like it is in some other games. Uh, just because I've beat a monster before doesn't mean it's now easy because I've done it mm-hmm. one time. It's still always a challenge. There's always going to be a chance that you get killed. Like I was fighting Devil Joe, which is the new DLC monster that came out while I was on vacation. Devil Joe, the sequel to Regular and Joe. I was <laughs> beautiful Joe. Sequel um, to Super Joe. The the, the, the Death Joe. Pickle, and I was trying to use a heavy bow gun against it, and found out that I was having a really hard time because I didn't have the right augmentations Rookie to mistake. make it. You better. know how it goes. Yeah. No, but I he actually um, they call it carded. Like when because when you lose all of your HP, they cart you back to the mm-hmm. camp. He carted me a couple times. Like, I never got a failure, but... Who carts you? Del- uh, Devil Joe. Cats. cats. Yeah, the cats. cats. Yeah, 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 a monster knocks you out, and the cats come pick you up and cart you off. And did Meg- <laughs> has, has Mega Man been added yet? Not yet. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the Mega Man's coming. The um, cats is Mega Man. Yeah. Oh, because they you can be you can have the skin of Ryu and uh, yeah, and they're coming out with a Aloy. Sakura Aloy skin and a Dante skin and some special yeah. Dante weapons. But now the cat... Your can be Mega Man. Companion? What do they call? Yeah, they have a yeah the Palico. Mega Cat. Mega Cat. <laughs> yes. Mega Cat. Yeah, and another really cool thing is that uh, Capcom seems to really be listening to fans with this game. Mm-hmm. With the recent update, they added the ability to go back to headquarters with your party, mm. which is um, just a the gathering hall is a place that you didn't really go to a lot, but it's the only place you can go in between quests and see everyone. 
And so now they added an option after Quest. You can just automatically go there. And, and they also... A social space. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Monster scoop. And then they also made it so that you cannot... What? Um, what, interrupt what a player. <laughs> you cannot interrupt a player um, when they're carving monster parts. I, I see where this is going. <laughs> so how are you going to spend your game purchase fighter's no, edge point? fighter's edge points? <laughs> um, obviously on the Hadoken gesture in yeah. Monster Hunter, which I think is two fifty. No, I, there's an ad. On, no there's idea. an ad for a Capcom game on the back of the CGM, which says Spoilers. you can get twenty fighter's edge points, which you can spend on whatever you want. Anything, just, yeah, whatever you want uh, by purchasing Street Fighter Alpha Three. They were kind of for PlayStation. So Fighters Edge points were kind of the Bitcoin of 1999. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wait, except no one got rich off them, and they were useless. If you, but if you, you know, still owned them, <laughs> you're sitting, you're just sitting, sitting on, on it. Yeah, yeah, just waiting, waiting on the right moment. If you had spent them on those them. Capcom stickers and. Uh, Capcom definitely hit on something with Monster Hunter World because Casey is a long-time Monster Hunter fan, and I had never played a Monster Hunter game before, and it still resonated with me, too, and I had a lot of fun with it. So that game is very cool, and I, I would guess if the IGN audience were going to pick their favorite game of the year so far, I would guess they'd probably pick Monster Hunter World just because that game has been so popular. Yeah, and besides Celeste it's and Shadow of the Colossus, it's the only thing this yeah. year so far has gotten more than a 9. Uh, well, there's also there's, uh, Subnautica, Got a 9.1 for PC, and I haven't played that one, but I think it's some sort of like world, uh, like sim. That's why it was early access, then finally came out of early access. It was one of those games that had been out a long time, yeah, like a Minecrafty survival game with a heavy underwater exploration element. Yeah, very gorgeous game. Yeah, that one looks cool. Yep, uh, and then finally, Into the Breach, the uh, follow up from the FTL guys, their roguelike. Turn-based strategy game. Which I've is got cool. to get into that game. Like really I love cool. FTL so much. I love Advance Wars so much. Like I feel like that's one of those games. And I also see I see Dan Stapleton playing it on Steam a lot. Still playing it, even after reviewing it. And that and he still oh, goes. Wow, that's a good he sign. Still goes yeah. back to XCOM too as well. I see like I'm playing Far Cry or whatever on Steam, and I see Dan pop into XCOM a lot. Those yeah. are the, those are his two mainstays. Yeah. Huh. That's fine. and like that's such a great sign when you. Uh, so look, like even a really really wonderful game, playing a game for review is intense, and you have to play it more than you want to. And so. Um, um, if you still come back to a game after you finish that review, that's when, oh, man. You yeah, or a strategy guide in case he's... You've landed on something <laughs> solid gold. Yeah, when you were doing strategy guides, uh, was there anyone that you still wanted to play after the guide was finished? Yeah, Iron Man for Wii. Yeah, you're really into that After one. I finished that yeah. guide, I was like, I'm going to go back and fly this poop log that's supposed to be Iron Man <laughs> around this muddy, stupid level. <laughs> Yes, I wrote that guide. Uh, that is it for new games this year. Getting a nine or higher. Celeste, Monster Hunter World, Subnautica, and Into the Breach. Honorable mentions would go to Shadow of the Colossus, of course, 9.7. Street Fighter V Arcade Edition got a nine, and Bayonetta 2 for the Switch got a nine. Well, of course, you gave uh, you gave Far Cry 5 an 8.9. I did. That was, I guess that's a type of nine. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Taking the nine and then putting a point and an eight in front of it. Yeah. But th- is that your favorite game this year? So that's the game I've had the most fun with. Yeah, yeah. Minus Shadow of the Classes. Shadow of the Classes. Yeah. Are we what a boring answer? But it's are true. we considering Shadow of the Classes for Game of the Year? Is uh, it? I don't no. Think that would be. Well, we have a different category for that. Yeah, there's we, best remake. Okay. Well, there's best remake. We revisit our rules, so it's possible. You know, mm-hmm. we'll change our rules this year. But typically, for the big tentpole awards, it, it can't be a remake or okay. remaster, and then we they're yeah. eligible in mm-hmm. a few was, specific categories. So I was thinking that might be kind of unfair <laughs> for Shadow of Colossus. Yeah, to be I mean, considered yeah. again. Shadow at least is a full-on remake, but it you know, didn't all, win before. All, all new graphics, and I all think that it stuff. did in 2000. Was it did five that that was out? Yeah, it I'm becomes sure. particularly tricky where a game is 
is just ported, right? Mm-hmm. Like if they don't update it or remake it, it's just the same game again. Then it gets a little bit hard to know what to do with it in in uh, end of year award season. Yeah. So if uh, if the year were ending today, if today was December thirty first. Uh, what would you pick as your as your favorite game of the year, Casey? I'm imagining it's Monster Hunter it's World. Monster Hunter World. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I would go with I, Far Cry Five. Yeah, I would probably go. I'm I'm trying to think. I think Far Cry is the only 2018 game I've played. You know, because I told you I've been playing Pillars of Eternity yeah. and catching up on some old stuff, and so Far Cry might be it. it wins by default for mm. me. Although, did I, you read the list of eights at all? I didn't. Yeah, I do want to throw. What are we missing? Um, so Dragon Ball Fighters and mm. Nino Kuni Two. Uh-huh. Um, you have notes. Yeah, I do have notes. Good I made notes. notes. Um, uh, Iconoclast. Uh yeah. I still need to Detective do, Pikachu. Do Detective Pikachu. Yeah, that's right. Um, I actually don't know what Miranda scored it. I don't remember. It was like a seven five, I think. I okay. it was an eight she might have dropped it a, a few points. I don't know. But I do want to give an honorable mention to Nino Kuni Two because I did. Mm-hmm. I hear really I, good things about played, that one. From what I played, I liked it. It's definitely the combat is better than it was in the first, but it's missing the monster collection aspect hmm. and the story is way more shallow. But they replaced the monster collecting with kingdom building. Yes, they did. A- and that's why I'm playing any game that has kingdom building, yeah. Justin's there. <laughs> um, and I played three or four hours of it and didn't get to the kingdom yeah. building. No. <laughs> yeah, no, the first five hours, I was really bored. And then the world opens up and they let you do kingdom building and all the side quests open up and it becomes really fun and yeah. interesting and varied. I think I probably stopped right before all that. But now I got a bear named Cheeseburger and we're going on adventures I'll in Far Cry 5. That's for clarifying. <laughs> So, uh, hot tips, how do you get the, the cougar in Far Cry 5? Oh, it's a mission. It's, it's like a, a story mission. Uh, Peaches is her that's name. So is about cute. a literal cougar, or are we talking about... Yeah. We're talking yeah. about the I mean, actually, that's a fair cat. question. Yeah, Far Cry I know. <laughs> yes. Because there actually is that type of cougar. And it is cougar country. Uh, yeah, there, it's a story mission where you like, the cougar has like escaped, and you have to lure the cougar back to its cage. Huh. And on the way, best friends. Yeah, and then you become best friends. Oh, you are talking about a literal cougar. I wouldn't yes. trust the. Cougar. I thought you were talking about the pilot. No, but that's all. <laughs> I said there is another cougar in the game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a uh, there's a bear and a cougar, and both of those are not reliable pets. I would say. Although I was playing uh, Far Cry Five on a stream today, I was live streaming, and I had Peaches the cougar with me, and we were hunting some bears, and I shot the bear, and I didn't realize with my shotgun, oh, no. I didn't realize I had incendiary uh, slugs in, so the bear catches on fire, sets everything on fire, <laughs> sets Peaches on fire, but she's smart, she stops, drops and rolls, but she's like burned all over, and it looks it looks terrible. Oh no! She's like, like her, her fur is like burned all over, and so she's just like charred black. I gotta take her to the vet. I know, I felt so bad. It looked really gross and painful. And I felt terrible. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> well, Burned mountain lion. Yeah. Yeah, she healed up pretty fast. Uh, Sam, what would you pick as your? Oh, I'd have to Kobayashi Maru and change the rules and yeah. go Shadow of the Colossus because that's okay. the, my favorite yeah. experience this year so far. Yeah. It's really good. It's beautiful. It's a really, really beautiful game. I also really liked Owlboy. Owlboy came out this year, I believe. On Switch. On Switch. Uh, oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Just on Switch. Yeah, well, then also I want to mention Darkest Dungeon, which came out on Switch this year. And yeah, that's out. a good point. Uh, there's a lot of things that are getting ported to yeah. Switch this year. So it will yeah. be even a tough category for uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I mean, with Dark Souls out soon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. I keep this, like, I keep mousing over, I guess, uh, hovering over Dar- Darkest Dungeon on the Switch eShop and almost buying it. And then I don't because I've already bought it twice and I don't want to <laughs> buy it a third time. But it's like, that, that, what is it, $15? $20 maybe, yeah. It's like I spent $12 on lunch today. Yeah. I should just buy it. Yeah. Oh, I'll be. It'll, I'll definitely enjoy it more than that po' boy. Did you get twelve tacos? <laughs> I got a po' boy. I don't think you can get dollar tacos anywhere around the here. Taco Bell. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Probably a Taco Bell. We have a Taco Bell cantina. 
excuse me, I have to leave. I need to go see a man about a taco. <laughs> Uh, looking a little bit ahead into later in the year, of course, God of War will be coming this month. Is that right? This yeah. Month? Yeah. April, April 20th. Uh, 20th. Huzzah. Yeah. So that one's, uh, same day as Labo. Oh, that's right. Game in Labo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> peripheral of the year. I don't know. I don't know what that's you would call game. that. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely software with it. So that's true. That'll be interesting to see that if there's like little Nintendo Easter eggs and yeah. stuff in there. Do I don't we, know anything about it. Do we have like a review plan lined up with, uh, we're reviewing all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I think the two packages have their own separate reviews. There's only two separate things coming out at launch. But they numbered them one and two, the implication being they'll be more down the line. But uh, we'll see. Well, I am hearing very good things about God of War. I'm super excited for that. Then looking a little bit more further ahead, mm-hmm. we found out today that Spider-Man, we got the release date. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is out September 7th. Pretty early. Later this year, which I think that makes it uh, the game that will kind of kick off the fall holiday season. Yeah. And that's... PS4 and PC only? Just PS4. PS4. Only. PS4. Okay. Yeah, that is a PS4 exclusive. A huge exclusive for PS4. I've gotten by with just a regular PS4, <laughs> and I feel like Spider-Man, well, and God of War to an extent, but I think particularly Spider-Man might be the game that pushes me into PS4 Pro mm. land. Yeah. Honestly, Monster Hunter made me realize how much better the Pro performs. Yeah. That yeah. was a big difference. When yeah, you guys were playing in the office, difference. it was a... Like just frame rate and just there's so much stuff mm-hmm. in the distance and then just like just fighting a monster like yeah. you actually kind of need this higher frame rate you know mm-hmm. it looks different it looks yeah it's not nearly as smooth and it's, it's kind of choppy on the regular PS4 yeah mm. fine uh, <laughs> Spider Man we got a Spider Man game every year for we ten years to. or so and it got so you know we got so oversaturated that I, I would even they would get like sixes and sevens you know yeah and I would never look forward to it so I think it's really funny that the industry. Is all looking forward to a Spider-Man game now. Yeah, well, we like Just our new. Just there's been a gap. Well, Spider-Man and two the is... developer is awesome. Yeah, and Spider-Man Two is like very nostalgic. Yeah, for people love that game. A lot of us. That game there was, was like great. six after that. I don't know about any of those. <laughs> <laughs> at Ultimate. Stop that too. Yeah, one where you're like six Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that was called Shattered Dimensions. I mean, we're yeah. seeing okay, as no, we I record this, we're seeing more and more from it's Game Informer's cover story right this week, and so we're getting new Spider-Man information and everything we're seeing, just all the locomotion for how he moves, like. Who knows? Any number of things can come out and elements of the game might not work. But early indications based off what we're seeing are they completely got it right. Three so. to four times the size of Sunset Overdrive, which they said no. before. They said you can play as Mary Jane. They and it's the web slinging, like the swinging. They yeah. like they they finally understood for the first time since Spider-Man 2 that like you have to take your time and get that right. If you get moving around the city feeling right, the rest of it is you know easy to fall into place. There's yeah. a jean jacket where you can be Spider-Punk. Uh, oh, we also have um, Octopath Traveler coming out this year. Well, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. yeah. Do we ever? I know that's coming this summer. July. Is, is there a is there a hard release date on that yet? I just didn't remember. I knew I was July. Just <laughs> July. That's soon. Yeah, it is really soon. And there's no other big games coming out. All right, so Spider Man is out September 7th, and that makes me feel a little sorry for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which previously announced its uh, launch date as September 14th, coming just one week after Spider Man. Well, surely, Damon, they'll just push it back a few weeks, right? <laughs> I mean, it's already been pushed back yeah. uh, sometimes, so I don't know. Uh, and nothing else is coming out after that. I think Spider-Man is definitely a bigger game uh, than Shadow of the Tomb Raider, even though I, I love I love. Is Tomb Shadow this time? That's on all systems, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's not just, like an, yeah. just on Xbox. No, it's yeah. not an Xbox exclusive this time. But it's not Crystal Dynamics, so we'll have to see. I feel like E3 will make or break. What kind of is Crystal Dynamics? <laughs> it, that's, it's unclear whether it's uh They have two developers or, listed mm, on their... IDOS site. Montreal. Mm. 
So I think there's going to be, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that means, I think it's a good thing because Crystal Dynamics is overseeing it. I don't know that just seven days is enough time for Spider-Man to have its moment and then to allow Sh- Tomb Raider have to have its moment. So I don't know. We'll see well, if... Tomb Raider's coming out on more than... That's true. That's a really good point. So uh, if you're an uh, Xbox gamer. That's actually a really good point. Maybe, maybe Microsoft would want to lean into that. Totally. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's one week after Spider-Man. And then uh, in October, we've got Black Ops 4 on October 12th and Red Dead Redemption 2 on October 26th. Man. I think that's yeah. going to be a really, really big contender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Black Ops is the premier, I would say, premier Call of Duty sub-franchise at this point. Um, although I really liked Infinite Warfare, so I'm sad to see that that wasn't received too well. But, um, it, you know, Call of Duty had a few shaky years. Like, nobody, I shouldn't say, I'm Speaking broadly, but you know nobody really like ghosts that much, and no, then <laughs> it's always either yeah the best selling game of the year. But I just mean like it felt like maybe Call of Duty had fallen off. Like they had a few stumbles between Ghosts and Infinite Warfare, but then uh, but then World War Two was huge. So you know in two or three years we'll see them return back to that. Black Ops is huge, so that franchise has definitely found its footing and found new relevance for I don't know probably another decade as they continue to sort of mine these yeah these sub brands. And of course, Red Dead Redemption, uh, probably the single most anticipated game of the year. Mm-hmm. It will absolutely be this year's. What about game. wait? Is Kingdom Hearts three still coming out this year? I mean, no one. Knows. It's still supposed to come out this year. Yeah, Kingdom no Hearts. Date. Yeah, that's the point. These are only the, these are just the four games of fall that we have hard release dates for. Okay, there's you know plenty of other games that are going to come out. We just don't know. We'll know after E three. Basically, it's tough to understate how important Red Dead will be. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, a Rockstar game, like, I, yeah, I've talked about it on Scoop a few times in the past, but when Grand Theft Auto V came out, in my entire career in this business, I have never, ever seen anything like that in terms of every video Still. you wrote, every article you wrote. Like, people could not get enough Pokemon of that Go game. Pokemon Go was the other one. Man, I don't know. Like, in terms of IGN traffic, uh, like, it doubled our traffic when it came out. Like, yeah. there were twice as many people. There was one half of the site reading Everything else, and then half the site reading GTA Five stuff. Yeah. It was absolutely I mean, our, insane. Our cheats and secrets yeah. would be still the most popular page really in IGN huge. history, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's still full price on the store. Yeah, the PlayStation Store. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And so Red Dead, be- even though for me, like the Western setting is very appealing and fascinating, I think that does limit its appeal somewhat compared to a contemporary game. So I don't think Red Dead Two will reach. GTA Five heights, but yeah. still, even so, man. Like, what if Westworld is so big second season <laughs> that it pushes people all to be into, into westerns, and then it's just uh, the stars align, and it's just the biggest game on the planet. It's all about Shogun World now. I know. I mean, yeah, Game of Thrones like point. catapulted a bunch of uh, medieval political, yeah. royal stuff to happen. A bunch of shows and spinoffs, and yeah, I'm sure people true. are interested in games because of that as well. Not enough games have yeah, come no, out since Game of Thrones, not. which are inspired by it. <laughs> it's weird. There are no good Game of Thrones. I guess the Telltale one. Is- it was yeah. okay. Yeah, it was okay. What's the, the uh, what is the Shogun uh, based game coming out from? Inmue? Oh, uh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Well, Shen- Shenmue three was announced, right? Yeah, yeah. It was oh, yeah. Three kickstarted. Thing. Yeah, and that's just a guy oh, yeah. in a small town. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not a Shogun yet. Yeah. My maybe, bad. <laughs> maybe by four. <laughs> Anyway, it'll be interesting to see with Black Ops 4 in early October, Red Dead 2 in late October, where does EA want to go with uh, Battlefield mm. this year? I don't know. Like, Typically, Call of Duty comes in early November. I mean, they, they jump back. They haven't mm. even announced Battlefield. I mean, we're assuming there's a Battlefield. Or, like, or there could just be another Battlefront. We just have no idea. Hmm. Well, no. They've said on like in an investor's call, yeah. this year's Battlefield. Battlefield, year. okay. Yeah. There's the rumors that it's going to be called like, Battlefield V, something like that. Why would, it, what would that be? Five. Five. Well, yeah, but 
<laughs> you can just say five. But because they, they did they have all they sorts did of one. Reasons. They did one, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if Battlefield takes the spot in November. I think there'll be Battlefield 2 and it'll be World War 2, just like Battlefield 1 was World War 1. Yeah. But isn't that too much like WW2? Yeah, there's no cops, man. You can do whatever you want. That's <laughs> true. And of course, Nintendo will have Smash Brothers. Yes. Sometime. Yeah. Sometime this fall, I would guess. Really excited about that. All right, that's just a look, uh, trying to keep track of all the uh, big Game of the Year contenders. But let's move uh, along to a game that came out last year mm-hmm. that is still in the news this week. Middle Earth Shadow of War was slightly controversial last fall uh, for launching with microtransactions. You could pay real-world mm-hmm. money for orc followers, and it was sort of lumped into the big... Uh, you definitely didn't need to. No, you didn't need to, but it was singled I mean, out. Even then, like... That, along with Battlefront 2, it was singled out as games. But it's so crazy. Like, I still... I mean, the news, what you're going to get to, yeah. is that microtransactions were removed. But even at the time, why did Battlefront get raked over the coals and then Shadow of War got kind of a pass? Because it unbalances multiplayer. That yeah. was, like, the I think, difference. I think it was a yeah, little bit more egregious. Yeah, multiplayer in Shadow of War, too. You know, no, no. Invading but, other people's fortresses and stuff. That was the whole reason to spend money on that game, was to get better orcs to defend yeah, your... Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just it's not as it didn't feel the same. It's not as yeah, it's not as direct. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But and it was a target, and it was controversial, and they made their money, and now it's canceled. Yeah. So like the (laughs) game was still very successful. It was the best selling game of October, the month it launched in. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, and now that some time has passed, the controversy has died down. Now they're pulling the microtransactions. So, so the WB, that's the question, you know, as Sam just alluded, did, did they say, hey, look, we're going to be the bigger, we're taking microtransactions out of our game. Guys, we heard your feedback. No more microtransactions. Or like, okay, we already got paid. Yeah, like the... The or it's like both. Like we heard you, and they're just stuffing us. Money. Like, we heard you, and we love our, we love our fans. And like, I'm just well, and surely, like it, I don't know, man. I do t- tend to lean towards that second option because their DLC is done, as far as I know. They don't have any. No, more there DLC. is a, there is a big expansion coming next. Or, the big one's still coming. May. Well, that's interesting. So that's what makes me think they've got this big expansion coming. They want to you know build up some goodwill before that. They, Maybe they, that's part some of accountant somewhere weighed how much money they're making off the microtransactions versus how many more you know forty or sixty dollar copies of that game can they sell at full price by removing the microtransactions? Yeah, exactly. And that one, that's yeah, it's guy. cynical. Here's a cool thing: yeah. the, they uh, and the interview uh, with the Spider-Man developer today. Uh, he was asked, "Will there be microtransactions in Spider-Man?" And he said, "Hell no." <laughs> But like what a third right rail answer. now, right? Yeah, it yeah. totally is. Now it's they, like you just have to avoid that. Con- you were gonna have to come up with a different way to, to just do microtransactions that look nothing like that. That'll happen for yeah. sure. Like the word loot box is gonna go away. Like, yeah. like we don't have loot boxes. We have whatever. It's not gonna matter. Like treasure keys. Like you're just <laughs> gonna come up with some other. No microtransactions and loot box. They'll all be rebranded and slightly different, and it'll look different. It'll be like we have new still, lottery cubes. I think you're exactly right about Battlefront unbalancing multiplayer. Like what a no brainer for you know people to be upset over. Over that, but then there's still you know all the cosmetics in Overwatch get a pass, for example. Like nobody but cares. That doesn't affect gameplay. Mm-hmm. Sure, so. but people are mad about cosmetics in other games. That's dumb. I, no, but the <laughs> cosmetics, yeah, and, and this is still not, I'm not saying this like this is wrong or right about Overwatch, but the cosmetics still matter if it's random. Mm. So it's like if I can buy whatever I want, like MMOs, yeah, and yeah. I'm just going to save up for it and spend my money. Like people are less wary about that mm. than 
every time you purchase something, it's 99 cents. Yeah. And it's a little box, and you might get the same thing over and over again. Oh, now, yeah. again, that's, that's collecting a- <laughs> cards, right? Yeah. That's, that is the that's concept why there. They designed the game to allow ones. you to get duplicates. They're just like, well, what? I had a one in 10 yeah. chance of getting what I wanted, and I didn't get it, and that's how the, you know, the cookie crumbles. But it's like, they could give you, if you have nine of the 10 things, they could give you the 10th thing. Yeah. But they, they don't. They're, you know, they're designed not to do that. And even the sort of benevolent companies that are on your side a little bit more. That is a, that is very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, where the gambling addiction yeah. in, which we've talked about many times. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it preys on a certain type of person. Well, so the microtransactions are being removed from Shadow of War, but not immediately. These changes won't go into effect until May 8th, <laughs> which is right around the time that their new story expansion comes out. So buy those orcs. Get on uh, it. And this game came out in early uh, October. And then... Uh, so on May 8th, players will no longer be able to purchase gold with real-world money, but then the market won't be closed for good until July 18th. Mm. If someone already... Well, yeah. yeah. You still have you gold You actually paid real-world money. Might as well spend it. I know. It's just, like, it's just not like... We turned them off. The You, you can earn that money in the game. Like I had a yeah. little bit of it. Yeah, you played through the remember. whole game and never spent any... No, I, extra money, right? Yeah, well, I never even spent that money. They do. It's you interesting. It. It's seeing so easy to get orcs. It's the best part of the game. The way that stuff like this is sunsetted. So, first of all, as I, you know, I come from a mobile games background. It's so crazy to see this stuff bleed its way over into console games, and you would see every flavor of you know g- service games be shut down. And you know, the best ones um, would say, "Hey, look, you know, we're shutting this game down." But if you spent fifty dollars in this game, we're going to give you fifty dollars in our our you know new game or some way to like you know compensate you, or you know we're shutting it down in three months and we like sometimes I've seen mobile games say we're going to give everybody everything you get everything under the sun everything's unlocked and then the game's shutting down in two weeks and they just let people go you know ape shit on it for a while. Well. Um, but then you see the opposite where they're just like someone could have spent a hundred dollars and they're like yeah we're shutting down by. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder what this means for the next Shadow of game. Mm. Like, in the next Battlefront, right? There's, like, there's no way they can be like, and we still got microtransactions and loot boxes. I was pretty disappointed in Shadow of War. I don't know how. I liked it a lot. I know Sam liked it a lot. <clears throat> yeah. I liked it, but it did have that stretched out ending Indeed, where you do no. the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I just, you know, the first game I thought had a lot of potential, and it was like a proof of concept for the Nemesis system, and it was fairly, I mean, it was still a big-ish game, but like, you know, it's just Mordor, right? I'm like the sequel's going to be Middle Earth. It's going to be great. You know, you're going to be running around the you know misty definitely mountains and more stuff. Mordor. But yeah, it was still very grim and dark, and your character isn't very interesting or likable, in my opinion. And it not just it didn't. It's not I agree with that. I, it, the game didn't go and grow in the direction I expected it to or wanted it to. I just I, I wanted like a third person action adventure game set in Middle Earth. For me, it's like Batman. I think the first one is focused mm. and it has a narrower for Arkham focus with yeah, Asylum. Arkham Asylum with like a better just. Uh, cohesive like by the end of the game like i got just what i wanted out of that game and i learned the system and it was really exciting and then i was i thought i'd want more and i actually didn't want more yeah yeah and i know people don't agree on that like a lot of people like city a lot better and i'm sure people like this second game better too. the office has swung back around to asylum it's interesting to see that pen you think so i mean it, it did in our top 100 mm. and now a word from our sponsor attention dudes Most men will experience hair loss by age 35. By the time you notice, it's usually too late. A preemptive strike is required. That's where 4hims.com comes in. 4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and other men's health issues that connects you with real doctors for medical-grade solutions for problems that can be embarrassing to handle in person. There's no waiting room, no doctor visits, but these are prescription solutions backed by actual science. You visit 4hims.com, answer a few questions, a real doctor will review and prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. 
While supplies last, GameScoop listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they head to 4 slash GameScoop. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash GameScoop. And now, back to the show. All right, it is April, which means it is time to uh, visit our retro magazine rack. And we're going this week, or we're going back to April 1999, mm-hmm. the April 1999 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly. Mm-hmm. Let's get in the headspace of what we were playing in 1999. Play- the cover, what is that? PlayStation 1. Yeah. PlayStation PS2's 1. on the horizon. N64 is out there. Uh, I wasn't reading yeah. EGM because I was reading IGN for free. Yeah, in that time, yeah, that's like early, early IGN days. Yeah, I didn't have broadband yet, so uh, the Oof. cover story. The cover story is Gamers Choice Awards. I would go to a coffee shop that had like a, one of those like TV web surfing setups. Oh, we were oh, surfing the web on a gross. TV. Yeah, it was great. What did you use a mouse and keyboard? Yeah, <laughs> with like weird. It's called like on touch or something like that. Huh. Anyway, cover story is the Gamers Choice Awards. They're picking the best of 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh, these awards are coming out in April. Obviously, I think we all know what we consider the best of 1998, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Uh, Does it have start- it by console? Yeah, things can start. Dude, Damon, you've had these. I mean, we do this once a month, and I love the magazines from the 80s because they're so crazy. But this is the first one that I've been, like, this was my era. Like, oh, so yeah. I, I'm and definitely- I've gotten a few comments from uh, listeners that, you know, we do like stuff from the early 90s and late 80s, and they're like, man, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was trying to pick something that was a little bit more. Do you know what you were recent. playing in 99? Pokemon uh, Silver? Um, yeah, Ocarina Pokemon. of Time. Yeah. yeah. And, well, 99, Majora's Mask came out. That was the Dreamcast, too. Yeah. But, um, wow. Yeah. Dreamcast was already in 99? Yeah, it was 99.99. Yeah. I thought Majora's Mask was 2000. It, it had may have been, been 2000. Because, because yeah, Ocarina right. was, uh, was 8. Yeah. That's, you're right. That's splitting right, yeah. though. It's close. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we were excited for I read about it on IGN in 1999. Majora's Mask was the first sequel I read about and got excited for. Same. Mm. That's yeah. exactly right. And mm-hmm. I remember reading IGN 64 and seeing like postage stamp size yeah. screenshots mm-hmm. of like some of the stuff in that game. It was really funny. Well, there's an ad here for something called Time Trimmers. <laughs> what? It says, now maybe, it's like a picture of a door. It says, now maybe your mom will stop wondering why you're spending so much time in the bathroom. And then it just says Time Trimmers, the Continuum Project, and Cherry Coke. And it says, check out the free Time Trimmers game at cherrycoke.com. What does that mean? Are you I, playing it in the bathroom? What does that mean? Researching this today, you can't find any information on what this was. <laughs> we need to go to the Internet Archive. Well, yeah, I guess I could try the Internet Archive. I'm so- this is history. I, searching Time Trimmers, Cherry Coke. Yields nothing about Tremors? whatever this was. Trimmers. Trimmers. I'm, Trimmers? I'm so like, like weirded out by, by like, what? in the year 2018, it just never crosses my mind that no one's written a Tumblr post about some weird time trimmers cherry coke yeah, game. You just no, can't yeah, find it. Like, <laughs> uh, right, is that a Majora's Mask screenshot? This is, uh, I can't tell if it's Majora's Mask. No, it shouldn't Ocarina. be. This That's Ocarina. Ocarina. Yeah, because this is um, an article about this new tech uh the company's called Connectix, and they had something called Virtual Game Station, which was mm. a PlayStation emulator that was uh, it was designed to be run on G3 equipped Macintosh computers. Wow, that's a, that would have been a Mac PlayStation emulator. Yeah. yeah. So this and this is in 1999. It's incredibly illegal. Yeah. So there's an article <laughs> about that, and then the article explains how Sony uh, sued them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's uh, interesting. A quick perusal of the Connectix Wikipedia site told me that. Connectix uh, would eventually sell its tech to Sony. Sony would bury it, so it would never be yeah. uh, seen again. And then three years later, Connectix went out of business. Wow. So that's what happened with that story. This is also like right in the dot-com height. Yeah. Right? Yeah, pets.com. So, yeah, so this is, this, this and, and you can see just the layout of this magazine is totally Wired-inspired. It's really oh, yeah, funny yeah, to yeah. see that. Like, it doesn't look like EGM. It looks like Wired. 
Yeah, that's true. It's also one of those things where, like, in 99, not that that was the dark ages, but, like, you know, emulation and ROMs and piracy, like, people are still, yeah. like, some startup is like, you can play PlayStation games on your Mac, it's yeah. fine, and then they just got sued into oblivion, <laughs> and it's like... It def- it's I mean, totally what happened, too. But that's it's pretty really impressive. Funny. Like, it's still a little bit difficult to emulate PlayStation games today, you know, even with just, like, yeah. what the tools we have available now, so that's still pretty impressive. Is that Trip Hawkins? This is an interview with Chip Hawkins, uh, formerly of EA. He started the 3DO company. But this is by 99, the 3DO. Starring Gex? Several years <laughs> old. Uh, it was a colossal failure. So the article is just about how the 3DO company is transitioning to making software mm-hmm. instead of just hardware. I don't know what Chip Hawkins is doing today. And then on the following page, there's an interesting story about how, uh, I wrote this down here, Tiger Woods, the PlayStation version of Tiger Woods 99 PGA Tour shipped with the South Park short, The Spirit of Christmas, Christmas by accident. They had to recall them all, didn't they? What? How, yeah. what? Yeah, how does so, that happen? The, the Tiger Woods game the, that year, the PlayStation version shipped with this Christmas short. Uh, from the South on the, Park on show the on the disc. And if you happened to put the disc in your PC, you could watch it and view what so some people might find So a track on the disc was the game, and then a track on the disc was the South Park short. Yeah, if I recall, by accident. I, How? It's so, an EA game. It's yeah, crazy. It's I like, don't. But here's what I think, if I recall <laughs> right. Mm, oh, I hope I'm not misremembering. But they used to pad out to, uh, to re- reduce the loading times in CD games. They would pad out. They'd have dummy data on them so that the, the, the game data that you needed to load, the level data or whatever, would be in the right spot on the disc so it wouldn't have to spin as much, and they would put dummy data on it. And they used the South Park short as the dummy data to... to pad out the disc really? and reduce the load times. Yeah. It's like... Uh, what a weird thing. I know, yeah. And then I think they recalled them all. Wow. They, they actually provide a, an address here that where you can mail in if you want a replacement copy. <laughs> Why? <It's> just <laughs> get that off Free my South game. Park. I know, free <laughs> South Park. And it's just like EA's address in uh, Redwood Shores. That's me. What if you say, I'm going to send on there now. <laughs> <laughs> they have a quick segment called Good News, Bad News, where they just give hot takes on what's good news and bad news. One of the good news is video games. It says video games have become so mass market, thanks to the PlayStation and Nintendo 64, that magazines like Time and Rolling Stone are putting together special issues just to cover the digital age. It's proof that electronic entertainment is here to stay. Wow. I guess they're right about that. Well, those special sections weren't here to stay. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the import pick of the month was Um Jammer Lammy. Yeah. <laughs> love that game. That one's really good. Let's There's go. a really good metal song in that game. Uh, uh, I don't remember the words, though. Uh, what was this? Um, oh, in Quarterman's section, there's an, uh, a rumor about Munch's Odyssey, okay. which would be... A sequel to Abe's Odyssey, but it would come after Abe's Exodus, right? Oddworld games? Yeah, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, then Abe's Exodus, and then Munch's Odyssey. So the rumor (laughs) was that uh, it's going to be an unusual and that it covers pretty much all major genres, will be 3D, and won't be available for any existing format. Which is correct because it was an Xbox original OG Xbox. Yeah, I was going to say it was an exclusive Several years, yeah, several years later. Does Quarterman have anything else? Yeah, but it's not very interesting, this issue. Quarterman was a uh, <laughs> fake personality that re- that would put rumors that were real. Respond to rumors, yeah. In uh, EGM every month. Yeah. In the uh, preview gallery later on for the PlayStation, there's a preview of a short preview of Grand Theft Auto Mission Pack number one, London 1969. Yeah. So remember, this is pre- GTA 3. Top-down GTA. So GTA was like, like we were just talking about how big okay. GTA 5 is. GTA 3 had not yeah. 
yet uh, arrived and I remember those mission packs. turned the entire world onto it. It just says, uh, Rockstar is bringing out the first ever add-on disc for the PlayStation. Grand Theft Auto Mission Pack number one is not only a mouthful of a title, but it's a set of new missions that makes fun of British TV and films of the 60s and 70s. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I was going to say it was it the 60s one. It, just, it eventually just came out as GTA London. Oh, is that true? Yep. That's the same and, thing. And you know what that was inspired by in 1999? It's from Austin Powers. Austin Powers, Powers yeah. yeah. It's so funny. What a weird, what a weird time. <laughs> I love page 99 is one of those uh, win a trip to E3 contests, which you've, I feel like as long as E3 has been a thing, there have been win a trip to yeah, E3 Yeah, and Jared Petty won one of those, contest. and that's how we what? all met. That's really? I, he won yes. the one for IGN? Yeah. Yes. yes. And, I t- and, and he was already freelancing, and uh, that's how I knew him. Huh. Well, yeah. He was hired from that. Uh, this is uh, in courtesy of IDOS Interactive and Ziff Davis. Oh, boy. Our overlords currently. And it says you'll get sneak preview of Fall's Hottest Games, Daikatana, Fighting Force 2, Omicron, Anachronox, Commandos 2. Don't know these games. You'll meet John Romero and Lara Croft. Cool. <laughs> wait. <laughs> she was there. Wait. Wait. <laughs> That's what it says. Okay. John Romero and Lara Croft. What a pair. <laughs> you'll meet a game developer and a fictional character. Uh, and then finally, on page uh, 107, we'll get to the Gamer's Choice Awards here for 1998. And they've put EGM's picks right next to the uh, Gamer's Choice picks. So first of all, the eight biggest news stories of 98 were the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it was like the got its full unveiling. Zelda, of course. Ocarina of Time came out in 98. The Game Boy Color. Cool. Pokemon. Interesting. Pokemon number one. Number eight. The first Pokemon was 98. It was 96, right? Yeah. So... But I mean, because it was Pokemon. definitely before Game Boy. Which Pokemon? It says in September '98, oh. uh, Nintendo released Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh crap! Really? Uh, yeah. Pocket Station. That was a uh, like a PDA peripheral yeah, the little, for like, the PlayStation. Tamagotchi like yeah. thing. Final Fantasy VIII. Square EA. Do you know, even know that was was a thing for a while? Square and EA had a partnership EA to published publish games. games. Yeah. In in Japan, and EA would publish them here. Yeah. That was when they were still Squaresoft, I think. It would continue until uh, Square and Enix, yep. Squaresoft and Enix would merge. I just, well, hey, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. Yep, Finally, I- Thrill Kill being canceled was the biggest story of 98. That was the hyper-violent four-player yeah. fighting game from EA that was canceled before it was released. I think EA's logo is like on the Final Fantasy VIII like, jewel case for PS1. Like I think they distributed their games in America. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, Nintendo 64 Game of the Year, of course, Legend of Zelda. Uh, Saturn Game of the Year is Panzer Dragoon Saga. Ooh, what a game. PlayStation Game of the Year is Metal Gear Solid. So it is easy what to year. forget. What a year. Pokemon, really year. Metal yeah. Gear Solid. It's easy to forget, uh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Banner. came out the same year as Ocarina Dude, 98 is one of the great, I remember this yeah. from History of Awesome. It's and one of Banjo the greatest Kazooie. games of all time. Yeah. Years that, of all time. That was games. the year that I really started playing games. Like, I had already always had a Super Nintendo, but that year I got Pokemon. And then Pokemon made me get a 64, which made me get Zelda. Mm-hmm. And that just, and that was I just it. kept playing games. And now you're that. here. Pokemon yeah. Stadium? Yes. Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. Snap. All right. Hey, you Pikachu. We don't have enough time to run through all the games uh, <laughs> in there. But I love that there is a post-it note left in the magazine from Ziff Davis Media, back when oh. they were on up the street on 2nd Street. And there's just two reminders. Number one, email MPD. And number two, <laughs> email Red Octane. Whoa! <laughs> what w- and and so, it's on a bookmark page. Maybe there's Red Octane in that's really page. funny. Did well, like, Dan maybe, yeah. make that note? I don't know, but it's pretty crazy. So, like, of course, Red in- Octane was that's obviously way before Guitar Hero. It's before Guitar Hero, I don't know what. What did they peripherals, peripherals? They would have been make some sort of peripherals because Red Octane didn't make the. They made the controller. I don't. I mean, think it's on a page about peripherals. Yeah, but I don't see Red Octane listed as any of these manufacturers. That's so. really wild. That reminds Fancy me of the baseball time. memory card. 
What's yeah. a baseball Sports. memory card? Yeah, look. It's like a baseball oh, and yeah. football. Just through like... It goes yeah. in your PlayStation? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I got... Yeah. Through random corporate happenstance, you know, companies are bought and sold and traded like uh, like business card, like uh, like baseball cards. And, you know, we had all the Ziff Davis... We inherited all their stuff, all the old EGM stuff. And um, we found their... It's got Dan Shu's name written on it. We found their Smash Brothers memory card that had all their like smash, like their office smash save data on it. That's awesome. Yeah, they have the peripheral reviews in here. And then they review something called the Dex Drive, which they, which they gave a 9.5 out of 10. Does anyone remember what the Dex Drive was? Was that like the modern day cheating, like the modern no, day? No, but it allowed you to... It, copy saves, it was a device. Right? It would read your saves, yeah, and then you could copy your save files from your memory cards mm. to your computer. So instead of having to buy extra memory cards, you could just transfer saves oh. back and forth. But that's what you could huh. like. You could download other people's saves that had max mm. level stuff. That's oh, that's, that's cool. good for cheating. Yeah, because memory cards were like expensive, and I remember I had like yeah. a whole like carrying case just for my memory cards. And of course, they do have these sports cards that are just shaped like a football and a baseball. And then here, finally on page whatever, 119, Sam, you waited all this time, is a review for a peripheral called Game Shorts. Game Shorts. That are shorts that you put on that have all sorts of wires coming out and says, it's the strangest peripheral we've ever come across, but the thing actually works really well. Plug it in, strap it tight, and jack it up. Now you're ready for action. What? Yeah, the Game I Shorts think, add-on I is a I bit perverse. But if the shoe fits, wear it. And this thing fits like a glove. So what does is it that do? the whole write-up? Yeah, it doesn't say what they guys, do. What does it guys, do? Remember, uh, guys, remember guys, what guys. month this issue uh, is published? Uh, uh, they they you. got you. <laughs> so when Damon pulled gotcha. that out, the first thing I said is like, "What's April Fool's prank?" <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, gotcha. I didn't know what it was till now either. Nineteen so years cool. later. Yeah, so that, that's their uh, April. Where do they show. reveal that the it's game a, shorts? They, they don't even it? reveal it. It's from the the makers, Mad Props with a Z. <laughs> yeah, I remember Nintendo Power had a whole spread about how they were making pipes where you can teleport like the green Mario pipes and I was a little kid and I was like I brought it to my parents I was like this isn't real is it and they're like no yeah that's totally gonna happen because my parents were jerks yeah and then I believe them that's cute (laughs) uh in the review section they have Mario Party nice what they favorable reviews Mm -hmm. 8.5s and a 9.0 yeah that was was fun at the time but then uh on PlayStation bust a move 99 Dan Shu gave it a one (gasps) And listen to how, he's, how he opens his review. Should you buy Bust a Move 99 for the PlayStation? Yes, definitely, without a doubt. That is, if you fall into each and every one of these categories. You don't own Bust a Move 3, and you don't own Bust a Move 4, and you are a diehard, crazy, psychopath, Bust a Move fool, and you can't find a copy of Bust a Move anywhere. That, so I remember the Bust a Move glut, and I have Bust a Move 99 for uh, Nintendo 64, and it's a really good game. But that you would go and you would look at all the bus moves. It was the exact there, same game. And they're the same games and there's so many variations. Yeah. Because they made a few for America, they made a few for arcades, and they made a few for Japan. And then they just put those all out at once at, at, in all systems at one yeah. time. It's really too much, funny. too much bus to move. So that got a one from Dan, but somebody else gave it a seven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Uh, they also review Silent Hill. So I guess well, no, that would have been ninety nine, but Silent Hill got 8.5s and a 9. And finally, on page 138, there's a, uh, an op-ed about emulation and how it's bad news for the industry. Emulation is no cause for, ce- for celebration, mm-hmm. uh, written by Sean Smith. And, and I think Justin was kind of alluding to this. Like This is the time in which uh, the NES emulators were definitely out. Mm-hmm. People were using them, and it was remarkable. I went, you know, my first year of college was 1999. And uh, I went, uh, you know, I had like a gateway PC and somebody showed me you could get like every Super Nintendo game on it and they were perfectly. Yeah. Then, 99. It's crazy. Yeah. 
There you have it. Uh, the April 99 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Does Justin have time to play? No. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. to bow out. How oh, many questions no. can you ask? I can't ask zero questions. Ask one. Uh, well, first of all, it com- our suggestion comes <laughs> from Michael in Beaumont, Texas. Did this game originally come out on a cart? No. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Later, could Justin. could be the decisive question. All right. Are you ready to guess so, the game? Yeah, we got it came this. out on a disc, right? Or a PC? Or downloadable. Yeah, okay. You ask question first. <laughs> Was this a downloadable only game? No. Okay. Um. Thoroughly disc era. So we can go with uh, years. Yeah. Or we can go with right. uh, console generations. Did it come out in the 2000s? Wait, what do you cons- Like, are we in the 2000s now? Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you asking if it came between in, out between 2000 and 2010? Um, from 2000 mm-hmm. to now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Narrowed it down to 17 years <laughs> or 18 years. Oh boy. Um, was this a uh, uh, so it came out on disc? So that doesn't help with this question. Okay. Uh, was this a um, console exclusive? No. Multi platform. Was this primarily a multiplayer game? Yes. Nice. Would you say, was this uh, from after 2007? Yes. <laughs> I what? just split the years. Yeah. Arbitrary. <laughs> I just split them. Okay, okay. so after 2007, um, not an exclusive, primarily multiplayer. Uh, is it, how about, is it part of a series? Um, well, can't. can't for your sake, can you be a little bit more specific? Were there games with, you know, like the same game name in its title that came out before or after it? Yes. But maybe not numbered or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Do you use guns as your main weapon? No. Okay. Would, uh, would this count as a massively multiplayer game? No. Multiplayer, competitive, or co-op. Mm-hmm. Not download only, so it could come on a disc. Mm-hmm. Multi-platform. I was it just developed in the United? Uh, was this developed in Japan? No. That's ten. Oh no. Yeah. Um. We'll be fine. Do can you create your own character? No. That's interesting. Uh, was this, I really want to get a generation down. Did this come out during the, uh, uh, PlayStation three, Xbox 360 generation? No. What about the next generation after that? (laughs) Which is the current one? Is it? Yeah, I guess it, yeah, it would be. Mm -hmm. You're spinning a question on that? Well, (laughs) how about we go with the PS2 Wii generation? Uh, no, it's not part of that generation. Okay, so it has to be current then, right? Yeah. Um, do you use weapons? Yes. Hmm. All right. So I was thinking maybe we're, it's we're doing pretty good now. We have we have okay. like a contemporary-ish mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. from. Well, I mean, after two thousand seven, so it's, it sounds like it's you know not if it's not from the Xbox three hundred and sixty era, which ended mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. Then we should be made in the shade to say that it's coming out. It's come out pretty recently. 
multiplayer. You got your weapons. You're fighting. But could be Castle Crash. Guns aren't your primary weapon. Hmm. Yeah. Um, is this a? Uh, um, does this have a realistic graphical style? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. And part of a series. So I mean, it could be in any of your battlefields, Call of Duties. Well, no, because no guns, but something like that. And you can't create your own character. Yeah. Hmm. I think we should dabble in the area. Yeah, that's, that's why I was, I was thinking for. But Castle it's also Crash not a console exclusive. I can't think so, of a realistic looking brawler either. Yeah. I mean, they're so they're so colorful. Uh, we can get genre down though. I mean, it's not a shooter. Right. Yeah, it's not a shooter, but you use weapons, so it's not a racing game. Unless it is a racing game in which you use weapons. Good point. Like Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Is this a brawler? No. Yeah. Stretch. Um, let's see here. Yeah. PvP and co-op. What, what would you ask for that? That's fine. Um, is this a co-op game? It is. It can be. All right. All right. It's intended to be. Okay. But gotcha. isn't always played that way. Okay. So what would be a game where you can like beat each other up, turn on your friends, something like that? Like, you know, it's Smash yeah. Brothers like, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I'm assuming it is or Well, it can't be because it's be not made in Japan game, and that it's And not, it's multiplayer. Uh, yeah. Should we just ask if it's a fighting game? And then we don't have anything to go on after that. <laughs> But, but, but you do use weapons. I guess yeah. some fighting There's like games use like weapons. Duck Game, which are like Smash Brothers knockoffs, which I would start going towards. Or, yeah. um, um, But that's not really co-op friendly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be something like that. Should we ask if it's an indie game? Yeah. Is this an indie game? Well, I guess it would be classified as an indie game. It's not, it doesn't have a big publisher Ooh. behind it. But it's part of like something that has some other games in the series. Mm-hmm. You know? <sighs> You have two questions left. I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, it's interesting <laughs> to think of like a game that you can play with friends, but you can beat each other up and mess with each other in it. Yeah. Um, kind of part of a series. It's on everything. Is no guns aren't your primary weapon. Brawler would match a well, lot of these. I was it's not thinking, so. Yeah, because like I was thinking like Fortnite, but guns aren't your primary weapon. So. Mm. And it's not, I would call, I don't know if you should call those massively multiplayer, but they're kind of are because. Well, you said it's not. I know. That's why I'm trying to eliminate those all type games. And then like the co-op thing, I don't understand. Like, do you always work in teams in some multiplayer games? Maybe we should. Like, could it be Sea of Thieves? I should have. Oh. I should have asked if there's a. um, You can still ask. Well, we only have two questions left. So now <laughs> I can't I'm be these because of the graphical style. True. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's but I think it's something like that. Me up as well. And it's supposed to be realistic, so it's not duck game. Um, what about? Um, and it's indie, so it can't be either of those things anyway. I, I think that would not count as an indie game because it's. A, such oh a yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that's yeah. what is going to help us a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go from here. Yeah. Well, this is, let's bring I, it home. I got okay. excited because you said after 2000. I was like, yeah, I probably played it. But now I'm like, I don't know. Is it a sci-fi game? It's not sci-fi. Okay. All right. Did we ask if there's a campaign? We can't ask anything more. Oh, that's it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the guess a game now. Um, it might be a stretch, but what about like those 
I'll be killing games like Oh. Yeah, that have like that kind of stuff in them. But we're too far. Or it was Left for Dead. Yeah, or um, that's not an indie game though. True game. Or what's the um, I don't know. There's like Rust and like stuff like that too. So many actually. Now that I think about it. All right. Is this Sonic and Knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not Sonic and Knuckles. All right. It was released last summer. Uh, a multiplayer game, asymmetrical multiplayer game from a long-running franchise that I reviewed. Hmm. It's Friday the Thirteenth. The game. So we could have asked about licensing for that. Yeah, that's weird License. for contemporary games. Yeah, man, I never played it. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> we were there though with the multiplayer and the realistic. Like you know, like you can see where that that yeah. there's not many games in that. No, we would just need to come yeah. up with a name at that point. I think yeah, we narrowed so. it down pretty well. Yeah. But and if either yeah, of when you were getting it, to like the area of like Sea of Thieves, that's at least in like the wheelhouse. Yeah, because we didn't ask if it could have been a cartridge between the cartridge and the system, which is Sonic and Knuckles. So it could have been Sonic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Did that come out after 2007? It came out in 1993, I believe. Nice. <laughs> Timeless. Came out after 87. It came out after 1987. <laughs> uh, better luck next time. Thank you for the suggestion. Do you Michael, think Justin would have gotten that in Beaumont, Texas. I don't know. Right. But do you think do you think it is harder with just two people? Yeah, have a third <laughs> yeah, we have a whole other brain. You don't have yeah. time. To, you, you really need time to think when you're playing twenty questions. Yeah, you don't. And if you have to think about the next question to ask, you're not processing what the game is. Maybe when it's just two people, we should give you a handicap like twenty five questions. I agree with that. <laughs> I don't think five questions would have got us. Maybe. Uh, real quick before we go, what are we gonna play this weekend? Dope Monster Hunter. Yeah, I have a secret game. I can't talk about that. I'm playing. Play the secret game. And I want to play minute. Yeah, that's out now. Yeah, that's the. I think it's roguelike. You play sixty seconds at a time, mm-hmm. and it's like Game Boy style, like inverted though graphics. Mm. What about you, Casey? Also, secret game, but I also want to finish Divinity. And oh wow, the first one? Uh, second one. Same Divinity too. I'm at the very end, and Monster Hunter came around, and I stopped playing. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, I like. I played the first Divinity, loved it. And then it's Monster too. Hunter also has a Spring Festival going on with all of the event quests are coming back. Uh, until April 20th. So I'm going to go play some Spring Festival, is that what you said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're changing some of the aesthetics around the main hub, and they're bringing back all of the event quests. Hmm. Cool. Uh, Mad Max is part of PlayStation Plus this month. Mm. So I finally downloaded that and checked that out. Uh, played neat desert scapes in that game. Played, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's all it is. Yeah. But I liked it. It's like totally fun. I, yeah. I missed it. I just never got around to playing it when it came out in 2015, I think. Several years old now, but my first impression was like, yeah, this is totally fun. I'll totally play this. And the price is right yep. on that one. The last Mad Max movie was so good. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's just really fantastic. Good. It actually did make me want to. I was like, I haven't watched that one. I watched wow. Alien and Aliens this past weekend. That's amazing. And they're both just like so delightful. So still. perfect. They're both yeah. like perfect. They're really, really fun movies. Have you seen those? Yes. Yeah. And they are the only, there are the only two though. Alien movies that were made. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out. Mm-hmm.